Hello. Welcome back. Yes, welcome back. It has been a while for us. I don't know how long it's been in the send out the podcast world, but I think it's been like a week. Yeah, it's been a little bit. We needed a tiny break. We just... Uh, the holidays, man. No. I don't think it was the holidays. Oh, it it, just, sorry. Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> don't you be bringing up other holidays. <laughs> it's only one holiday. No, I think we just needed a break to kind of get some more stuff going and, and uh, start trying to release a little bit more frequently and regularly. No, I was just depressed. I mean, sure. Yeah, the Halloween blues. That's what we're still dealing with here in the end of November, I guess? Close yeah, to so today it is two days after Thanksgiving. In the when States. We're doing, yeah, when we're doing <laughs> this. <laughs> I did see that we do have some, I don't know if they're regular listeners, but there are listeners that are outside of the United States. Which so. I can't believe it. Yeah, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. I know you didn't have to travel anywhere, but it's still nice to... To see that. Um, so Just yeah. like, how did you find this? How does anybody <laughs> find it? I haven't done shit for advertising uh. or anything. So I appreciate people that take a chance on podcasts. And I swear, we will become more regular with our posting again. We're just working on these first 10 episodes to get us uh, really get the momentum going. And then we'll have regular postings. We might change the post date. Um, but we're still working just on trying to. It's a slow burn. Yeah. We're just trying to get more. We're trying to back build some episodes so we get ahead and then we'll have a regular releasing schedule. It's just, uh, yeah, life is uh, not easy to do with a podcast. Did that make sense? Yeah. I, sure. I'm just glad we don't have any fucking kids. Yeah. This is how like shitty we are with organization without children. I mean, our animals are basically children, but... Uh, they don't cry as much. Yeah, I it's guess. nap time basically now. Yeah, they nap. And one <laughs> of them can just be under a bed. The monster mm. under the bed can just stay under the bed and we don't need to worry about her at all. She's fine. Yeah. Well, have we been keeping Halloween alive, do you think, this month? I think we've been doing a pretty good job, at least, of uh, alive in spirit. Maybe not in practice, but in our hearts, as they say. <laughs> as who says? <laughs> Keep it a he- a home in your heart. What the fuck is that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We're recording uh, midday on a weekend again, which is not our best time. So, yeah, it's okay. And it's been a weird week because of Thanksgiving. So, like, days off, days on. It's just weird. Yeah, it's odd. And it's, uh, yeah, it's odd, which is fun. I think odd is good for us. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Odd is a Halloween thing. Oh my god! It's been too long between recording that now we're just awkward. We're again. like, who are we again? Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know who we are. Well, keeping Halloween alive, we still have our decorations up, of course. Yeah, but I want to, um, I want to make the point that they aren't invasively, like, gross-looking decorations. It like the the dec- decor that I put up this year is just like very, like, it flows naturally in with our. In the rest of Grimbridge Manor, in a sense, like it doesn't. And of course, this is inside yes. Grimbridge Manor because <laughs> because there's no way to do that outside. However, our door to Grimbridge Manor does um, is surrounded by other doors because our Grimbridge Manor is inside of an apartment building complex. with other other doors. Wow, that was the worst way ever to explain that. Well, I was saying it because our door has a wreath on it that is specifically Halloween based. And it says trick or treat on it, and it's really 
and no one else has that now. They took that down November 1st. They had their, if they had it at all. I don't think they had it at all, honestly. They had like uh, a fall decor one with like a pumpkin. I've seen on a couple of them, at least uh, on the level that we're at, but I don't think that was the same. But I just wish that we could add a sign to it that says, Trick or treat all year long because just put I, a post-it disclaimer yeah. like w- this isn't laziness. We love Halloween. Yeah, I don't want people to think that we just forgot about it and it's just up forever. It's purposeful. It's there. I know it's there to the point where I knock into it every morning when I go to leave. That's that's the most invasive decoration I think we have because it sticks out too far. But the rest of the decor I think flows very nicely, and we have our. Uh, recording station table that has the best of it, the best on our weird wall. And so I think that flows nicely and it, it ends up making it really cozy in here. I still have those flickering light bulbs. Yeah. So Well, we have the really, you know, beigey walls, so it's boring yeah. if you don't have stuff up. Really boring. And our yeah. a lot of uh, Halloween stuff is black and that looks good on whatever this weird beige <laughs> color is that you can scratch and all of it comes off. But yeah, just we're keeping a positive, Chris. Well, that's the positive <laughs> is that I think our stuff looks really nice on the yeah, walls. Yeah, I think so. And it's good to have stuff on the walls, and I think it makes us happy, which I think is keeping Halloween alive, the spirit. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I admit I felt a little weird after Halloween. I was super sad, and I kind of just stopped watching Halloween or horror movies, and I just watched some TV. I watched a lot of Modern Family, I think, and... I finally I watched Trick or Treat again, and then I we we watched that movie last night. That was Halloweeny. So yeah, I think we're getting. At I'm least back. I'm back. I'm having a second wind. Yeah, I think we <laughs> watched enough movies and programming this year to like make it seem more normal. And I've really just enjoyed. I really enjoy it. Like, I don't think I'm getting sick of it. I don't think that it's too much. I think there's just so much stuff out there that. And now because we have the podcast, we can, we have like more of an excuse to be the way that we are anyway. <laughs> and <laughs> so, Is there no excuse though? <laughs> I think there's an excuse. I mean, we're choosing to do the podcast, but I think if we just keep framing it as though, oh, this would be a good thing to talk about in the podcast, we can continue to do. And then inevitably we, we don't. No, but <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I, I, well, that brings us to our next topic that there you know, we try to theme it for the other holidays, as we say. Yeah, we have to move through the wheel of the year, I suppose. We just want to keep watching horror movies. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> think there was anything based in Thanksgiving. Like, I really didn't. I, I've heard of, th- like, uh, in Quentin Tarantino's Grindhouse movies with Robert Rodriguez, like, they had a fake trailer that ER- Eli Roth made called Thanksgiving, and I thought that was the extent of what we would expect in the horror movie. And then he actually made a movie this year in 2023. So was that, that actually was, based on it? based on okay. that trailer. I mean, it's not probably the same concept that was, it has nothing to do with that trailer, but like, yeah, he just made a full movie about it, but we didn't go to the theaters, so. Yeah, sadly we haven't seen it, there. so that might be a next year type thing. Yeah, exactly. But I did look into like, all right, so if there's that, what else there is? And I'm a big Letterboxd fan, so I was perusing, and yeah, there's a, um, uh, I, a lot of users made lists, and one of the best ones... Um, was uh, from a uh, username uh, Savage. Um, so if you look that up, Savage. Savage. Um, All right, hit me. Um, a list of um, all Thanksgiving horror genre movies, which 
holy shit, like I did not realize this. So there's was like more an than ten actual genre. <laughs> yeah, there is. I mean, there's ones that are outwardly Thanksgiving based, and then there's ones that are a little bit more hidden, like, like it takes, takes place, place on which it. is the same as Halloween. There's movies that are Halloween based, and then there's ones that take place on Halloween. So. Same thing with Thanksgiving. Uh, this is really getting my feet wet because I've been so against Thanksgiving because I think it's boring and I don't like turkey that much. So I'm just I'm I'm trying to hang on here. Yeah. So <laughs> now there's a whole like I I'm determined to find the movies that belong with every single holiday. All right. I know so give me some there. of your your top there. ones that interested you. So I cloned Savage's list so that I I would have it, and then also um, Horror HQ. Uh, which is another one that I found. Horror HQ. Horror. Horror. <laughs> HQ. Thank you. Horror. Horror. Depending on where you are from in the United States. Horror is very much a, a East Coast thing. I don't know. Are you sure? I, I say don't know. horror. I don't know where horror is. Well, upstate New York, I don't know what what is going it's on. It's the same people that say Florida. Florida. And, and we, we use the hard O or the, the Florida. <laughs> we use the easy O. Florida. It's the duh. Underneath the floor. Uh, horror, horror. Now I'm saying it wrong. So I say horror, but then other people are like horror movies. My baby loves, loves a horror, horror movie. movie. Yeah, horror movie. I don't know. It's just the, the everyone talks about the harsh A's, but I guess there's a harsh O they use. Yeah. To. But anyway, so uh, this list has like a bunch of movies that, of course, I've never heard of before. But one. That we had heard of because we watched some of it and we did not finish it because it was terrifying. Poultrygeist. Ooh, that was rough. That was a inventive movie that I was into at first. And I, I liked that they had completely random musical elements in it where they just started singing. So they definitely went... Uh, pardon my speech, balls to the walls in that movie as far as yeah. like what they were presenting. But it <laughs> it was... And you're pretty extreme on your movies, but it was just like too much bad. Like it was too and much And we bad. like crappy movies. Yeah, but this but was like, like there was literally some crappy scenes. Literally. And like a lot of crap. Yeah. And it just it kind of got it, it was just too much was of a, the same type of thing. And I love sex and and I think you would say the same thing. And sex and stuff is great. <laughs> but like there was there was sexual components to this movie where I was like what the fuck? <laughs> I just, I couldn't keep up with anything because no, I was, was just so like, what is place. happening now? Yeah, it was really all over the place. Well, so. Maybe in the future I'll give it a try again, but it just, it was a little too much that day. So I guess the real question is, which movie can we actually make it through? Poultrygeist or Danzig's Veronica? I tr oh, yeah. Did I update a about that? I don't think that? you finished it still, right? No, I made it to the yeah. third one again, and I just I pooped out because I couldn't take it anymore. We could do a separate podcast that just goes through each section of Veronica because we can't make it through it all at once. I, I would like to dedicate an episode. I know other podcasts have this? done that, but I just I feel like it needs to be out there because it's so hard to watch. Every year you try to watch more of it. And you get a little. And I bit mean, in. come for me, Glenn Danzig. I don't care. It was so bad. Yeah, it it it's not good. It's not good even in a it, even in a not good way. Like I. Just, oh, but there. Well, when we get to our other movie, I just uh, my brain. But yeah, do you think so, Poultrygeist or Veronica? I think I guess Poultrygeist might be less depressing. But I mean, Veronica's not depressing more than it's just like I, I'm there, depressed. There's nothing happening in Veronica. This. Yeah, I'm sad. 
it's still on. I can't. There's nothing else I can do. So yeah, three years. Three years I've tried to watch this. But anyway, Poultry Guys, Night of the Chicken Dead. Um, definitely watch at your own risk. As far as uh, not that I was offended, just I was. I was just mentally exhausted. I c- yeah, yeah, I think that's a good way to put <laughs> it. It just took a lot out of me <laughs> to have to process everything that was happening in the movie. All right, so what are some other ones that uh, maybe we could add? So there's, just a few. Uh, there is, uh, of course, the new Thanksgiving movie that came out yes. in the list. There is, there's a lot of titles that I'm interested in. So there is an Amityville, A New Generation that came out in 1993. Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't exactly know if that takes place on Thanksgiving because we haven't watched any of these movies, but I'm just reading off what the list is, so I'm interested to see how that connects. I mean, we've seen Amityville Horror, so I guess... Yeah, exactly. So it's somewhere in there. At least we are aware of it. There is also uh, Amityville Turkey Day. What? uh, The sequel to the notorious Amityville Thanksgiving, which is also another one. I didn't read that one. Uh, It's Turkey Time Mother Clucker is the... Why is this associated with Amityville? Is there something Thanksgiving in the original I and then the story? I don't know. I mean, it didn't take place on Halloween, but it it didn't. I don't think it. Took, I don't remember. I'm not being sure what time. Scene. Maybe that's when they moved into the house. I don't like around I mean, that there time. There were leaves, I think. Right. There was some some party, some like family get together, but I don't know why. Well, here's Amityville Thanksgiving, uh, directed by Will Colazzo Jr. in 2022. Uh, so it is recent. Uh, Jackie and Danny are spending the holiday week in therapy instead of at the dinner table. Their marriage has taken a turn for the worst, and they turn to what they believe to be their only option. Amityville couples counselor Frank DeMonico, a doctor with a hidden sinister past. He recommends an isolated cabin retreat to save their family. But once alone together, the doctor's unorthodox approach starts to push the couple over the edge. Listen, I'm not watching this. No, that sounds really <laughs> boring. But maybe, right, it's, well, maybe it's great. But I do. My favorite part of this is the poster that has a picture of the Amityville house uh, as it exists nowhere in like a cornfield with nothing around it. So this is. Yeah, this is not. What is it? Long windows. Island that it yeah, really exists. Which there's in? nothing around it, which there is. But hmm. I, I think Amityville really should be. Uh, mostly about architecture because you wouldn't know that house without those windows. And it they've since changed it, I believe. Yeah, like no house can have those windows. It simult- It just like it took that out of the running. Nobody can make houses with that. But there's a ginormous turkey next to it, like over oversized. I wish it was about a turkey that was like a huge monster turkey that was brought back oh, by Chris, some stop. evil of the Amityville. I'm not sure. Stop. We're, we're almost, uh, we're kind of there in well, a different No, no. Movie. I mean like a large, giant, monster, Godzilla-sized turkey. Oh, my gosh. That's what I want to see. There's also... No, I don't want to see any of it. Uh, so <laughs> I'm, I'm intrigued to see that just because I want to know how Amityville fits in with that. Someday when I'm drunk and I don't realize it's on, maybe I'll watch it. So there's a theme to some of these in which a lot of them are newer. Like there's Pilgrim that was directed by Marcus Dunstan in 2019. Um, so somebody just said, so I think we, don't like, we don't have enough, enough Thanksgiving movies. We have Halloween and Christmas. So now we need this. I'd like to know how many were made after Eli Roth made that fake trailer in Grindhouse because that was mm-hmm. very early on in the 2000s. So... I think that just opened up a doorway and people were like, oh, yeah, there's no horror based in Thanksgiving. Like, what's going on? Let's make it happen. Um, There is I'm just reading off the ones that that 
on paper look like they're there's Thanksgiving with an X, like how Tom Hanks spells uh-huh. his name. Uh, Thanksgiving that was 2006, so that's earlier. But when did Grindhouse come out? Because I feel like it was like 2004, maybe. So yeah, maybe that did start this trend. I want to know if there's many that were made before that trailer. How did like we how not many? know about this? We weren't looking. <laughs> Who was looking? I, I might know. not be looking still. Thanksgiving adjacent. There's a movie with Bruce Campbell called Black Friday. It was directed I think I've by heard of that. Casey Tebow in 2021. Um, they have no idea what tonight has in store. So that sounds fun. Okay, that's very Group general. Of toy store employees must protect each other oh, from a no. horde of parasite <laughs> infected shoppers. Now, I can get behind this movie. Isn't that really what Black Friday actually it, is? I think it's a true story. Yeah, it's yeah. a documentary. It's absolutely, they filmed it on Black Friday, showed the real crowd. There is The Last Thanksgiving, directed in 2020. Oh, yeah, I don't know if any of these movies were made before that trailer. Uh, so there's that. Uh, there is another Black Friday movie that was made in 2020. Um, well, now I know why we haven't heard about this stuff because it sounds awful. Yeah, and it's all <laughs> it's all kind of new. Um, no, okay, no, there's still not there. So Eli Roth was that the trail? Okay, yeah, the short parody trailer by Eli Roth came out in 2007. So technically, oh. that 2006 movie uh, precluded that. So. Maybe people did have that idea beforehand. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of movies on this. Um, I don't know how this grandma werewolf uh, fits in, but I'm into it. Oh, when a dysfunctional family goes to their recently widowed grandmother's cabin for Thanksgiving, they found out that their grandmother is actually a werewolf. I can also get behind that. Movie. That might be all right. Directed by Zachary Willis. Yeah, I think that would be a good idea. And then there's others that I just don't know how they connect. But then there's the one that we watched, and it's and it has let's, a let's sequel and then another s- another sequel that I don't know if we'll be watching. We'll see. Um, but we watched Thanks Killing, which um, I'm sure many people have seen it. That it's one of the more are famous ones. I yeah. think 2008, directed by Jordan Downey. Uh, it is 66 minutes. It feels like five hours. Um, it yeah. really does, but. Uh, I'm all over the place with how I think about this movie entirely. I really am. I <laughs> mean, generally, I thought it was fun, but it was also a product of its its time period that it was made, as we've said before. Yeah, but I also think it it basically gives you exactly what you expect from it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which I think that's where it delivers. If you want absolute insanity, the most inappropriate shit ever and the worst prop ever to be a villain. I thought it was great. It's, well, it was a perfect use of, like, it, it obviously was a hand puppet of some kind, but, like, because <laughs> you never see the back end of it. But it was, it it worked somehow very well. I don't know how. It, it just did. It well, just great. as a little side note, I wrote in my notes that I literally know absolutely no one from the cast there's a porn star that shows up topless in the is beginning. She, a porn? I guess she, she is, is a porn star. Her name is Wanda Lust, like oh, Wanderlust. Okay, yeah, yeah. Love the name, actually. Adult film career. Um, um, 2004 yeah. to 2010. So. Yeah, she was a topless pilgrim. So that right out of the gate, well, you know how this say, is going to go. Yeah, there is no imagination that you have. Like, you know exactly what's up because the absolute first frame of this movie is a close up of a large breast. Yeah. And not yeah. a turkey breast. You'd think so, but 
Oh, maybe. And that then was she the just connection. like that she was breasts. it. She never came back. You have a breast on Thanksgiving. Do you think? No, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, so that basically tells you exactly what. And there's no answers as to why she was topless in the woods in colonial uh, pilgrim land. I don't understand. No, it was right after Thanksgiving. I guess there was more to that scene that they cut that showed what was happening, but. She was just topless. I mean, she didn't seem in distress clothing wise. It seemed like that was intentional. Yeah, I don't (laughs) think it ripped. It was very much pulled down. So something was happening out there. Either the turkey was trying to get at her boobs or the guy that turns into a turkey. I'm confused as to where the turkey comes from. I don't really know. It doesn't matter. It's a a denominational whatever. I don't know why I just went that way, but it's a demonic turkey (laughs) who comes back every 505 years or something. 505. Yes, specifically. And he wants revenge. I don't even remember why, but... I like I would like to go through a couple of lines that I feel yeah, like absolutely. were great from the movie that I just loved. And honestly, because of Thanksgiving, you know, it's family time. You see a lot of relatives that you either love or don't like so much. And I feel like all of these lines from the movie are very appropriate to say during the holidays. I missed. I wish I had said that during uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. I mean, I asked I, if your mom I would. Appre- I think I asked if your mom would appreciate you know, the main line, which was gobble, gobble, motherfucker. Yeah, I, I like it. And that. I think it was followed with, now that's what I call foul play. That was the best one, I think. Those two. Those that two combinations. But a homicidal turkey axes off college kids during Thanksgiving break. Yeah. Just wanted to read that. That's what happens. And by axes, it means actual axe. Like, it, it has an axe. Yes, and one of his great lines was he talks about an accident <laughs> with yep. axe <laughs> yep i i i really appreciated all of his lines yeah he was great i mean again we see we see titties right from the get-go yep, that gives and you then the his theme. the first line of the movie is he comes out of wherever the hell he was and he's like nice tits bitch and then he kills her yeah a little bit of freddy krueger i think only like a cruder krueger <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it was uh yeah, so he's a, a weirdly homicidal horny turkey. Um, yeah, not there's sure some... why, but there was definitely some like, well, it went there, and I don't know if I'm happy about it. <laughs> yeah, I just we moved on. Yeah, so we, we moved here. Let me let that. me have some other lines. Okay, though. yeah, bring it, bring it. So on. we also have uh, it's Thanksgiving, not titsgiving, but I would like to celebrate that holiday. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Then we have. Uh, I believe the town sheriff says, God damn, Cheryl, that coffee tastes like shit. And then it turns out to be shit. <laughs> so that was a great twist on that. There was she shit Ugh. in the coffee because what I particularly liked about this movie, uh, other than the craziness, but there is a lot of information that we are given that has no payoff and no reason for it. And yet I love it because I want to know more about those characters. The sheriff and his wife that we only see they're right having a the rocky bat. hard time with their marriage. We don't know what <laughs> happened, but you know, it tasted like shit. It was shit. And she then says, she asks for a divorce. I, I want a divorce. And then we never see her again. Yeah. She just leaves. Did the turkey kill her? I don't even know. I don't think so. I think, I think she think left. She just <laughs> left. And he continued to drink the shit coffee. Yeah. 
I mean, so. the coffee that I drink at work probably tastes pretty similar, but I don't think people are actually doing that. I would think that shit might be sweeter because it has fat. Yeah, maybe we stuff. should start. Yeah, it <laughs> has fattier stuff. The coffee can be very, very bitter. So it probably wasn't bitter. It was just uh, disgusting. Oh, my gosh. What yeah, else? he drank it. He had the fakest mustache I've ever seen in oh, my that was so good. Life. I have no idea why. It was seriously... The sheriff was my favorite character. Yeah, it was seriously one of those mustaches you get from a costume shop. Yeah, <laughs> not even on completely. It's, so it just... I, I would like to think that part of the reason she's divorcing him is just that... Uh, we don't even know if he was a sheriff. He could have just been one for Halloween. I don't know. And he just kept it's the very costume. Because he had a hat that was for he sure... He just wore it at home while he was drinking shit coffee. His sheriff's hat wasn't from even a Halloween store. It was from like a toy store. <laughs> it was like those tiny felt ones that that like toddlers wear. Those like dollar store yeah, ones. Yeah, those dollar yeah. like paper ones that you'd wear to like just parties. Oh my god. Yeah, it was uh it was great. And the character just sat at the table the whole movie and almost did not get murdered by the turkey, spoiler alert. Uh, for anybody that's really into the plot of this movie. Listen, you know, we could tell you everything that happens and it still doesn't matter. You still won't know what happens. Uh, yeah, so the the sheriff just was sitting at the table the whole movie, had great conversation. I just wanted to see more of the sheriff to find out. Me too. What's going on with the sheriff? I don't know. But that was a, uh, yeah. That's a good and one. There was a lot of parts of the movie where I'm like, I don't need to see this, but... I guess you get what you pay for with this movie. <laughs> like, you're watching Thanksgiving, and if you think anything is out of, uh, if you think anything is over the top, then you shouldn't have watched it, it because it's called Thanksgiving. I don't think that we were there for the plot. No, we weren't there for the plot, and um, they knew what they were doing. Nothing in this was just like, uh, "Oops, I guess we just didn't do this well." No, they they knew it. So I give them credit for yeah being open. They went hard, solid. Yeah, so. That well, I would I would like to say what I wish that I had said to your mother at Thanksgiving. I I really we didn't have any cranberry sauce this year, which was fine. But I wish I had made direct eye contact with her and said, "I'm gonna drink your blood like cranberry sauce." Meanie, he added. Yeah, is that meanie. what it actually was? Yeah, I, Did you look it up? There was no captions on this movie, which we like to put up to be able to uh, know what the hell people are saying uh, when it's not clear, but. No, I, I did read it in the comments of the movie. <laughs> it was meanie. It was just meanie. Like, Why? Yeah, she's just running away. I'm going to drink your blood like cranberry sauce. Meanie. <laughs> was that her name? No. <laughs> no. It was just like you're mean. She's just mean? She wasn't mean. She was running for her life. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I, I really enjoyed that part. That was great. Just, yeah, the, the lines of this are really what make it. And don't at the same time. Yeah. It was, it was rough. What else do we have? Anything else worth mentioning? Well, no. the, per, the... You just got stuffed. Yeah, I did enjoy that one, too. That was the line that I was like, yikes. I am... <laughs> this this movie went there, and it was... Uh, yeah. And if you don't know what we mean by that, then that's... You should watch that. And not with a light heart. <laughs> like, get, <laughs> get yourself ready for that shit. But there, that's the tagline... For one of the sequels, which is not directed by the same director, called Ooh. Thanks Killing the Musical. Oh. Prepare to get stuffed. Based on the film of the same name, Thanks Killing okay. the Musical is about five college students heading home for Thanksgiving break as they cross paths with a killer turkey possessed by an ancient Indian curse. 
horror, hilarity, and sodomy ensue as the teens try to stop the homicidal bird from killing them all. Obviously, there is some sort of music in it, I'm assuming. Please stop making musicals, except maybe this one. Yeah, I mean, do you think it's in the realm of Poultrygeist like that? Because that was just... They didn't call that a musical. It just ended up being one. Oh my gosh, I don't even know what to say. But that is the... That is a uh, off like that's that's not a canon sequel. That's just <laughs> off. But but Jordan Downey did make a sequel called Thanks Killing Three, which was the which is second, the second one. You know the second movie. Yeah. So I guess they're the turkey's back. Uh, is this five hundred and five years later? So we're in the future now. Oh shit! And it's ninety nine minutes instead of sixty eight minutes. So that means it'll feel like it's five hours. Oh, we can't or do seven it. Seven hours. Ten nope. Hours. Thanksgiving's over. That's it. It carves through the likes of a rapping grandma, a mindless puppet, a wig-wearing inventor, a bisexual space worm, and their equally ridiculous friends on his quest to recover the last copy of Thanksgiving 2, also known as Turkeys in Space, of course. That one, I think, has the lowest rating on IMDb I've ever seen on a movie, which was like... <laughs> Uh, lower than Birdemic lower while we're than Birdemic. while we're keeping in the poultry uh yeah. the poultry lane. Lower than Birdemic. I think it was like two point wow. one or wow. something. Uh, I'm always surprised by ratings uh because I don't agree with them, but that one I, I'm gonna have to agree with. Cause the original Thanks Killing has four point two. So I was like, Oh, that's not a very good two point eight is Thanks Killing three. Uh, so that tells you everything you need to know about that, which <laughs> m- kind of makes me want to watch it, but just to see if I agree with that. Well, since we're talking about this gem, though, I have some other notes before we move on, because really we shouldn't be talking about this all day. Wait, I have to... Oh, never mind. Wanda Lust is back for Thanksgiving 3 wow. as a naked astronaut, so there is a space element. She really has a lot to her her credit. I think, yeah, I mean... A space ast- astronaut. I don't. I kind of want to know why. Is it like Apollo sixty nine? I'm gonna go ahead and guess that the movie starts with that because she's credited as the naked pilgrim in the first one, and you know that's where you start the movie. So maybe that's the same thing. It's but the she's future. In space. Yeah. I don't want to. It's watch like it, two thousand one, like a space odyssey, to. except not. Oh, and Jordan Downey does do the voice of the turkey, <laughs> which makes sense. Anyway, uh, yeah. so we mentioned good, the mustache. I actually loved the theme song. That oh, made me yeah. laugh so hard. That was my favorite thing. It was what I don't even remember now. Kind of a, a was it was it a, a cool a, synth score. Yeah, it was like a like synth, a horror movie synth score. But it was real upbeat. Yeah, and then it just randomly there would be turkey gobbles, and yeah. that was great. It was they just put like, but it was like echoey and like yeah, reverbed yeah. over the whole thing. And if you didn't listen, you would miss it. And it made me so happy that now I want to start. That was probably my favorite part of the entire movie. I want to start making music where you just put like the weirdest animal sounds in the background and find out if, you know, somebody catches it. Yeah. The composer was Kashmir Royal. I don't, I don't know who they are, but. Uh, I liked it though. It yeah. was good. Solid score, solid music. They also has, had some kind of fun music that I didn't entirely hate in it, like actual songs that were supposed yeah. to be like, I don't know, stock songs or something. But like, I didn't hate them. So the music was sort of solid. Yeah, I give the rest, them, I give them maybe credit. not. They're, and then, of course, the song, um, the best friend, my best friend's dead, my or whatever. My best friend's dead song, which I really that? liked that song too. 
dead best friend. <laughs> I guess it did have a musical element. He did mm. sing that. It was a dream sequence, but he sang it and like had a. Yeah, I liked that. They they, just a really extended like, we're gonna stretch this out so it's feature length. <laughs> it's kind of what that oh. dream well, did sequence. Did it even hit had, that though? It was like just over an hour. Sixty-eight. Yeah, I don't know. Well, can't I don't know if it was uh, if it could be released in theaters, even though they would not never release that in theaters. <laughs> I would love to see that somewhere. Well, my other favorite part was really that this random uh, man from the woods kept showing up, and he basically I named him Ned Nugent because yes. he looked like a fatter <laughs> Ted Nugent. That maybe it's just his brother or his cousin. Yeah, and he, was he saved the day. Around the woods with his shotgun. And he just showed up to save everybody from the turkey because you know seven college students or whatever couldn't do it themselves. They needed Ned Nugent. Well, I think what uh, made him be able to take control like that is that he's you know pretty much lives in the woods. So I think he just accepts everything at face value. And if you don't question the killer turkey then you can go up against it because the only real issue with, I mean, the turkey is a turkey-sized turkey. It's not a monster turkey, so you could take it. You know, you just need some weapons and also to, like, follow, you know, break the curse, um, as they found out. But I think if you just accept it as this turkey is trying to kill me, then you just go from there. And he just 100% was like, I don't care why, but this turkey's trying to kill me with an axe, so I'm going to kick its ass. And he did that several times. I mean, but really, somebody just needed to take control. I mean, the the people, the college students or whatever the hell they were, th- all of their family members were murdered by yep. this turkey, and they didn't seem to be phased. So I kind of was like, uh, they're not going to be able to handle this. No, they went back to the house after they thought they'd killed the turkey to hang out and watch movies in the house that the the woman's father was killed in and still was dead in yeah nobody called the cops well i guess the the sheriff was dead so who do you call yeah and then they just sat there and watched movies and were very happy about it and then made out and then the other guy had to be by himself see i i feel like this is going into the psychology of these people and their trauma and we need to stop i think they created the turkey i think they somehow manifested it and gave it evil. I think the colonial stuff in the past was just a red herring. Mm. We'll get into it. So was this like a poltergeist where they just created this negative energy? I think it was this negative, like Hmm. insane, like uh, almost a sociopathy, sociopathy, sociopathy? Yeah. Sociopathy, (laughs) yeah. They just all have this crazy, yeah. Although they were upset, but only for like five seconds. Yeah. All right, so I think we did way too long on this movie. Like, yeah, it, not, it was terrible. Should not have deserved. But, but the what are your last are thoughts? What would you rate it, or you know, would you even bother? <laughs> I would rate it. Uh, I would rate it like on a scale of uh, one colonial boob to ten. Of ten. Them? <laughs> I would give it like a, a two. Yeah. So you you, <laughs> pair, you disagree with the rating? The four point whatever that it uh, has now. I don't know. I mean, again, I- in its genre, it exceeds. So, like, maybe I'll bring it to a three just because. Yeah. You know what you're getting into. I just feel like you know, an uh, imagination and and the fact that that turkey actually worked as a puppet. So that kind of one ups people that are like, everyone needs CGI in their movies, and it's like, well, this dude 
pulled off a pretty successful killer turkey with like a puppet. Yeah, it's true. So it's true. I I give it props for that tremendously. So do you think that our you know five listeners now should watch this movie? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a huge list of Thanksgiving movies. Mm. But uh, or just a huge list of movies. Anything else is maybe recommended over it. I guess I would say if that's what you want to like to experience it, like maybe watch it to experience it. And then you kind of know your level as far as like what you enjoy. And if if you never want to watch that again, don't watch other movies. I would not say it's very rewatchable just because once was enough. Yeah. And that's why I don't think we're ever going to watch Poultrygeist again. Yes. If I was going to say this or Poultrygeist, I would say this. Yeah. At least this had like a moving forward of the plot because I don't think Poultrygeist actually really moved forward. I don't think there was a plot. There was no plot. Yeah. So I think it was uh, this at least had a narrative and uh, there was a conflict. There was a. Uh, you know, saving the day. There was a there was some way that they figured out to kill the turkey. So, like, at least it had like that kind of a forward momentum. Uh, so, so, what what would you give it? Probably about the same. Okay. I mean, <laughs> it it did make me laugh a lot, though. It so did. that that always is something. Well, I always give props to movies that I always give props to. Um, Movies that make you like just in the middle of it be like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I said that a lot. Yeah. So I do like that. But I mean, Poultry Geist, I just kind of was like, I'm not really sure if I'm like, I I think I need permission to watch this. I think that there's two different. It was just funny. What the fucks? There's like, like, Thanks Killing was like, what the fuck? And then Poultry Geist was like, what the fuck? It's like two different reactions. Yeah. It was really just, I'm not really sure why they made these choices. Like, the beginning of Poltergeist, I was like, what the fuck? And then toward the middle of the end, I was like, what the fuck? I gotta go do laundry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's how I felt about it. And I it wasn't a bored, a bored what the fuck. It was no, just, it was like, this has right, gone too far. You've you've put too many things into my brain that I can't get out. Like, there's just too much. Yeah. It was too much what the fuck. It was too much. So that that's my thought. Yeah. Uh, so I guess uh, with the time we've got left, we should uh, move on to our next topic. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Okay. So now I think our next topic um, would be to talk. We, we wanted to s- kind of use this time period of thankfulness um, to, you know, kind of give a thanks for what we're thankful for uh, in the Halloween world as well as horror and everything related to that and kind of why we're doing the podcast. What is the, what, what we are thankful for and what we may not be that thankful for. Uh, yeah, we're going there in this world. Yeah. Just take this time to reflect and think about it. We've talked a lot about why we love it, but like what are just some things that we're thankful for during this time of giving thanks? Oh yeah. So we just wrote down a couple of them each. I don't know what you said. Why don't you go first? Okay, Unless what do you I have? You don't have it there. I mean, I'm thankful for Halloween. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> well, one thing that we already said, I'm thankful the Halloween decorations are still up because literally no one else's seems to be. At least not uh, that we can see inside. Because, I mean, maybe somebody else has them inside, but... I mean, even social media. I mean, it's cool. I get it. People like what they like. But, I mean... It, 
even people that were really gung ho about Halloween, they were like, "It's it's Christmas now. We got to put up our creepy Christmas stuff." Except for that one uh, house that has like the profe- not professional, but like they have a team set everything up because that took like I don't know, like three weeks for them to get those all down yeah. and taken away. So I don't even think they finished fully. <laughs> so it's just like they left it up. But yeah, I, I mean, there is a stigma to if you leave your decorations up too long outside. It, you know, I don't know. I would love to know if anyone kept them up inside. Oh, well, that was one of my other things I was thankful for. When I drive home from work, there is a house that had a big carnival scene on their very small front lawn. And they have kept that up as of when I left work like a this past week. Like Halloween carnival? Yeah, it was, you know, the evil clowns and there was a swing, I think, and there was a carnival booth. And nice. It was, it was cool to begin with. And I think they took a couple of the clowns out, but they still had it set up. So. Well, good for them. I think if you do a good job, then you would just want to keep showing it, especially if you did it yeah. like late in the season. But so, also there's not too many decorations for Thanksgiving because, again, it's just like fall yeah and people put out like the giant pilgrims and the turkey blow-ups and i'm like "Eh, yeah come on yeah so whoever that that family or couple or person is i love you (laughs) don't know exactly (laughs) who they are oh my gosh uh what else do i have i put down that i am thankful for candy corn this year I thought that was just the worst shit in the world for years. And then I tried it this year and I ate probably 20 pounds worth of sugar in candy corn. I guess it's also something not to be thankful for. It's like both. It's like I definitely needed to stop eating it, though. (laughs) My body responded to that. (laughs) I still don't know how I feel about candy corn. It is on, on the scale of candy, pretty boring, but it has a unique flavor all of its own uh yeah. and it has a, its own shape and it's only around it's like a specific candy for it that's not like a marshmallow thing you know because like reese's they put things into pumpkins and stuff like that yeah they just candies, change their shape but it's the same candy yeah but candy corn is specific to i can't think of yeah any i just other take like four or five candy corns and i crush them up with my teeth and then make this candy corn paste what in my mouth mm. like a weird <laughs> system i didn't know that i'm gonna have to watch you next it's year. so good good lord that is yeah. all right i'll take your word i like the ones it's like cream of candy corn <laughs> gross <laughs> clever but gross oh gosh i don't know what's wrong with me i like the the brown bottomed ones which <laughs> that sounds ridiculous <laughs> But there's a there's ones that are that have brown on the bottom and I didn't know why. Are they the ones we have? Yeah, and I well it's they're more I chocolatey. Bought, and I guess they're chocolatey. It's not like a real they, they chocolate. They have a little deeper flavor like a, than the normal ones. I like ones. those. Those are I good. do too, but I've been eating the regular ones more, yeah, I so I just ones, felt so. like I they really grew on me. I'll have to look up in the In those pumpkins, the pumpkin um versions of them, I just they're not as good, but I can't make my paste as easily with those. Well, what but I really appreciate about candy corn the most is that it has stayed consistent over, I don't know, forever. 100 years, I think. Yeah. Like something it's, like that. It really hasn't changed much. I mean, maybe something in the ingredients or the processing has changed, but like I'm almost positive even the same companies have sold it forever. Like it's it's really just like one of those old school candies that yeah never go right and it very easily could go away because i don't even see them anywhere except for once a year 
So the fact that they still make them, in my theory, that they just have the same amount well, that they've always the, had. Well, it's what the Brax or however yeah. you say it that was one, one of the big brands, but they must make other things too. Well, yeah, I'm sure they probably do, but we'll have my to, maybe, theory maybe about candy episode. corn is mm. that because it's once a year and it's never available other times, I think that like a hundred years ago, they made the largest batch of candy oh, that this you could is possibly old, you mean? ever make <laughs> in the existence of the world, and they have it in a secret facility, and they just dole it out, and then someday it's just going to be gone and never That's made it. again. That's like, it. I don't think anybody makes new candy corn. It is. All It'll probably be old. next year because I have finally gotten on board with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's a good one. I like it. Yeah, Go. and I mean, really just I, I've gotten back into it. I took a couple weeks off where I think I was a little burned out from Halloween just because there was... I going to say candy corn. Yeah, and candy <laughs> corn, and I just needed to, I don't know, relax and read a book and watch some sitcom TV. A and transition. Yeah, but now I feel like I'm coming back, and like I said, I watched Trick or Treat the other night, and I was like, yeah, Halloween's back. So is that why we didn't record? Is just because you were like having an I was existential just super, crisis yes, about Halloween? Yes, that's probably true. <laughs> I was just really depressed because nobody seems on board with it now. Well, no, they wouldn't be because everybody moves forward. That's, <laughs> that's what happens. They move forward. <laughs> As you can see, I struggle with that, so this is going to become a therapy session. No, I'm on board with that, too. I, I agree that it is a very... That's why we are calling them this year the Halloween Blues, because yeah. they do last, and... They're still here. Our brains are still back there, and everybody else is looking forward to, you know, presents and, you know, other candy and stuff, so it's just the way it is. Anything else you're thankful for? I put Tubi. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if I should I put am. that on here, because I yeah. don't want Tubi to get too big. Yeah, like, don't... Like some of you, if, if whoever has not watched Tubi for horror movies or for any reason, um, half of you do watch it, and then the other half don't ever do it because you're going to screw it up. Like, there's still the Wild West of like they have the advertisements and they have some of the greatest content, but like if it gets too big, somebody's going to get it's something's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to get going to get controlled, and we and don't. It's one of the last domains of. Like just yeah, that kind they of have thing. some awesome movies. Although I mean, I like to Pluto bring it too, it's just less yeah. demand. Like Tubi's all like demand, and yeah. But yeah, to bring it back around, we watched a movie called Candy Corn on there. Remember That's that true. one? That was <laughs> a meaty medium movie. Yeah, that was pretty all right. I have to, <laughs> I have to remember what that what that was about. Oh yeah, no, it was pretty cool. We'll, we'll talk about it. Sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all right. That's I, what I got though. That'll be in our, our seg- segment when we talk about, like, how poorly they're given ratings, but, like, how we disagree. Because sometimes I'm like, you're really not our seeing the positives chance. here. Give yeah. it a second, second chance, chance movies. Cinema. I wanted to do a podcast called that, Second Chance Cinema. Yeah. Does that already exist? Don't steal my idea. I might do that. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, there's plenty that exist, just mm. I like that title. If you take that from me, I'm going to, no, I'll figure out something yeah. else. It's fine. TM. Uh, t- <laughs> second Chance Cinema, TM. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, is that it? Are you done? That I mean, I'm sure there's more floating around, but I just I kept it, it simple. General. Yeah. I feel like I say that every time because I'm like, I'm gonna get off of here and think of a hundred more oh, things. Oh, definitely. When I <laughs> sat down to write this list, all of the ideas I had previously were gone. So, I was trying to make it funny, but then I was just like, I guess I'm genuinely thankful for some things. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to take stock, but I I said first that. Uh, ha- Halloween, more specific, um, 
I like that there's the ability to be creative and unique and express yourself and use your imagination because that's a good one. There's not a lot of things that that is like that everybody does kind of at the same time, at least in the United States and then other places that like to do it. Like it's not a lot of holidays that are geared toward that, especially when you're a kid. Like there's not something that's that large societally where they're like, go all out. What do you got? You know, what's your ideas? Do whatever you want, you know? Uh, and they actually have, you know, contests for the best costumes and they're not always awarded properly, uh, because it's an opinion, but I like that you're given the chance to just create something out of scratch. And from what we've seen so many different, uh, they're getting better and better. People are coming up with such specific costumes to like specific scenes in specific movies and TV shows. And if you know it, you're, it's just like a great way to connect with somebody because you're like, got it. That's fucking great. Yeah. And then, you know, and then if nobody gets it, you just get to bask in the glory that you're like, (laughs) I know what I'm doing. You're just missing out. You know, I agree. And I think we brought it up when we were talking about what we loved about Halloween, but we didn't dive as deep into it. And I think that's actually something that I never thought about before we started really talking about it. And I think because, yeah, I mean, the other holiday coming up, I'm sorry, it's not that creative. People can be, but like everything is so pre-made that you don't need to be creative at all. And you're not really... Somewhat literally buying into something as opposed to like creating it yourself. Yeah. Like you can, but it takes work because you got to find like specific things to kind of make it your own because so many things have already been taken because it's just such a wider base of people that celebrate it. Um, where like Halloween, yeah, it's just it. The whole basis of it is be yourself, be weird, be crazy. Yeah, exactly. Because and and also that you're accepted like that, as opposed to every other time of the year where you're a weirdo. You know, like th- there's so many movies where like killers and stuff like that. Like uh, it's like the joke that like you can walk around on Halloween because it's Halloween, so everybody accepts you for who you are. So if you're if you're like a monster that has like a crazy, you know, horns and a face and stuff, people just walk around and go, great costume. And they just like accept you for who you are. What we're even saying that's what is you actually look like. we have killed people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but we have done this. We've used this. No, but I think that's a really cool concept that like the, it's the only time of the year that like you're just accepted for who you are like, yeah. throughout society, which is sad to say, but it's true. And every other time you're judged, but not on Halloween. You're like, oh, awesome. But even you the know. monsters are like, I mean, people sometimes have aliens. Now there's clowns that we've gotten into. And just there's so many different aspects that you can, you know, either put into it or leave it out because you're not interested in that specific segment. Yeah. You can put horror into it or you don't have to. Exactly. You can put gore into it or you don't have to. And Christmas is just Christmas. I feel like other there's holiday. not a lot. Yeah. Sorry. The other holiday. There's not a lot of wiggle room, I don't think. It just kind of is what it is. Can you imagine if the quote-unquote like rules in place for other holidays were in place for Halloween? Like you have to go like... We have to have a Halloween family how, dinner. You have to go <laughs> like... Yeah, you have to like be with people for Halloween. Like it's just like you have to. How Gotta can you, take time how off of work alone? so I can travel back. How can you be alone on <laughs> Halloween? I can't believe it. Like what are you doing? Like yeah. I've had some of my best Halloweens by myself. Yeah. Because you just do what you want. You have the power. And society isn't being like, well, isn't that sad that you're by yourself on Halloween? No one's ever said that. <laughs> 
aren't you disappointed that you're not spending Halloween with someone? I'm like, no, I'm I'm excited. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I get to watch all these movies and eat pizza in my in 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 my underwear. Like that exactly. sounds great. And wear a mask, which when and I open the door and I'm in my underwear and I'm wearing a mask and no one cares. That's the year you were arrested, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> that was my arrest record year. <laughs> Anyway, that got way out of hand, but I guess that was my biggest thing that I'm thankful for. Uh, the other things that I said was uh, horror lets you experience emotions like terror and loss and grief and death and things like that in a safe way. And it helps you to process it outside of the reality of it actually happening to you, which I like. I appreciate that about it. Like if something scares you in a horror movie, there's a reason for it. And other than just a jump scare, but like if you're scared of something, even that somebody else isn't scared about, then you can question like, I wonder why that bothered me so much. And then you can kind of think about it. So it gives you this like opening into your own brain to be like, why did that scare you so much? That's interesting. And then you can kind of process it and work through it. And then if that ever happens in real life or something like that, you've already had this like kind of like virtual like experience with it already to kind of place some understanding of, oh, I get what that feels like. So now I can kind of figure out like the road to processing this in reality because I've already kind of like worked through this beta test of it. You know, like it's, it's like, it's not real, but to you when you're watching something, especially if you really get into it, it feels real. And some people really don't like that. And I've met a lot of people that don't like horror movies. And I understand that because you, it's too much. It's like, you're, you're too overwhelmed and you're like, oh, God, I can't I can't touch that. Well, I think people also come into it with preconceived ideas of what's going to happen. Yeah. From listening to other people that have said the reasons they don't like it. And then they go, oh, yeah, I understand it. But it's also like I don't want to think about that ever actually happening. Disclaimer. There are no demonic turkeys that we're aware of. Not that we're aware of. No. It's not. Uh, there, there could be someday, but not at the moment. What anyway. else do you have? Anything else you're thankful for? Wow, that for? got way off Honestly, the rails. Honestly, I don't think you're allowed to be thankful for more. No, that was that that opened up some good good topics of conversation. Uh, so what are you not thankful for? Blow up turkeys. Stop it. That that's not Halloween though, or horror. I just am saying. You you're just stop so it. strongly uh, this, this is such a strong topic for you that you have to just like, I mean, honestly, if we're going to go if we <laughs> need to be Halloweeny, uh, blow up everything. Stop it. Yeah, I don't like the blow ups, and I understand they're like a fun thing to get, and I, and, and a lot it's of people cheap. with kids it get it. It looks cheap, but I think I would argue uh, with people that like it's actually a more difficult decoration to maintain because the you have only to plug it in and thing, run it with yeah, a motor. The only thing keeping that decoration up is that that motor keeps running, and that's and fickle. I've said it before. Every morning that I go to work f- during these seasons. There is a sad, colorful sack on the ground. Yeah. And then maybe they blow it up in the late afternoon. Anything that takes power to even be a decoration. Like it's like when you turn it off. If it doesn't off, look good d- during the daylight because it's a sad sack on the ground, yeah. then you shouldn't have it's it. It's garbage if you don't turn on the Hot power. Take. So like it, it actually is more of like a, a waste of money because you're not really getting something unless you're able to power it. So like... Everybody else's Halloween decorations, when the power goes out, they're staying strong. But yours is just going to look or like even garbage. Even if it was like an animatronic, at least that, you know, it when it's off, it's looks scary when fine. it's not moving. And moving is a bonus. Yeah. But like the blow up thing, I mean, that's all you get. 
And so I get And they that look very cartoony and I just yeah. they look cheesy to me and that's my opinion and if you have them and you love them that's great. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, again, it's I'm fine. not judging you. It's just our personal I mean, personal I'm judging opinion. you a little. <laughs> our personal I, I mean, I will admit that if I woke up in the middle of the night and one of those blow up things was right at the foot of the bed at at its greatest height, that would scare the shit out of me. And who knows? Maybe your kid wanted it. I guess I could exactly. be nice. Exactly. Maybe your kid <laughs> liked it. Maybe they're like, that's fun. It blows up. It kind of gets, you know, caught up in the wind. It can yeah. be entertaining to watch. So I get it. It's just not my preference for Halloween decoration. Lots of hot takes there. What yeah. else are you not thankful for? I'm just going to say one more quickly. Uh, people who give bad movie reviews for Halloween and horror movies. We don't need to get into it. We already kind of did a little bit, I feel like. but Well, there are bad movies so i get of it. course but like it's the reasons it's, that they're giving it, them yeah that when you're giving a, a movie that you're saying even in your review you know it would be a good movie but this really you know my like mini minuscule thing is that even the word that really isn't a big deal and now i'm gonna give it two star yeah it does irritate me if a Sometimes movie looks like it shouldn't be thought just don't like, review it yeah, like, why are you wasting your time telling people that you hate something that, like, other people would be, be like, yeah, it is a bad movie, but I like it anyway because it's it's there to entertain So me. now you're finding out as an audience, like, we're what we think We're super judgy. About. <laughs> like, for people that just said... We have said, a lot of thoughts. Everybody is welcome and we're not judging. I know. We're, like, really judgy people. No, I, you have a right to review anything that you want. Of course. Like, just get mad at your reasonings for reviewing them. That's all. Yeah. Like, just kind of go with the flow a little bit. And hey, if you have any thoughts that maybe we didn't think of. Yeah, I mean, we totally us. have an opinion. I mean, it's fine. Uh, what do you opinions. got? Very quickly. We're, we're uh, stretching. For not thankful, I just put um, uh, I, an opportunity to gain weight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just like any holiday. It's like an excuse oh, to like gosh. eat a bunch of food because and that's boy, how, did I. That's what we've done. And there's just candy everywhere. And... Yeah, it's just a tough. It's yeah, a tough this, time this for people that are sugar This cadaver was addicts. full of chocolate and, you know, pumpkin spice flavored things and candy corn. And it's really difficult because uh, you're kind of damned if you do or not. Because if you're a sugar addict, you don't want to buy sugar and you don't want to buy candy. But if you give out an apple or a toothpaste, you're gonna get egged. So like, that's the only part of Halloween where maybe you do have to follow the rules a little bit because. <laughs> You can't be giving out apples and toothpaste. Like Hello, I, it's it's healthier. I get it, but like it, it's just once a year. It's just for us. It's not once a year all the time. So when you get to that time period, I'm not thankful that like it opens up a door to be like, I think I'm going to buy all the candy. Well, I mean, I'm just excited that they have you know packaging with like Frankenstein and bats yeah. on it. I I fall for it every year. Frank, was it Frankenberry that you bought this year? Or chocolate. Oh, I bought um, Count Chocula. Count Chocula. And yeah, I just like the, they're terrible. They're terrible, but they're so good. And it's only once a year. And I just, they're evocative of all the fun, like 50s, 60s Halloween stuff. So I just like it. It's history. Anyway. All right. uh, I also think that um, you kind of like have to deal with vegetable garbage um, because it's it's really fun (laughs) to carve a pumpkin but then eventually you have to deal with it and and it's a tough line because you don't want to throw it out you did a lot of work so i don't ever like to throw it out too early so i like to let it stay out we should have just thrown ours out the next day yeah but then eventually you know if you don't time it right 
you have one of the worst messes ever, which it just it's it's done. Hey, it was fine though. Mine this year was, was okay. Mine was you know pumpkin soup for three weeks. But Inside, it still was but okay. outside stayed solid for some reason. It was good, and which I was happy about. But I was so worried it would just like just like mush out. Yeah, because that's happened to me before, where you just like touch it and it collapses in on itself, and it becomes almost a full liquid. And unless you have a shop vac, it's going to take hours to clean it up. So. You have to deal with vegetable garbage. Man, just a lot of worst case scenarios here. All right. Well, that took a while. My God, what is wrong with us? We're just in a, we haven't done this in a while. We're in a chatty mood. Um, All right. Real quick. Uh, It shouldn't be scary, but it is. Do you got anything? Well, I was trying to keep it, you know, Thanksgiving related. Yeah, me too. But uh, I didn't have much. I actually texted my mom about, I think I've told you about the birds in our old wood stove. (laughs) <laughs> and I thought that that was related to Thanksgiving, and it wasn't. It was Easter. So the only thing that I even remember, because Thanksgiving is so boring, is when the power went out. And it, it sh- I guess the only thing that was scary about it was we were all like, oh, no, we have a turkey in the oven. What yeah, do we do? <laughs> big waste of food. And I, mean. I was scared that there was going to be a, a family meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and it was out, I think, the rest of the day. It went out early afternoon, maybe around noon or something like that. The turkey had been in the oven maybe an hour, Yikes. maybe not even. And yeah, so the power went out because somebody hit a telephone pole in town. Man. Yeah. Did you ever get the cur- turkey cooked? Yeah, we put it in the uh, the grill outside. See, maybe that actually... You know, ended up being a not scary situation because it was delicious, best yeah. turkey ever. Because it forced you to cook it in a different way that might have been better. So. It was it was yeah. very very good turkey. That was the only turkey I remember really liking. And see, I, that's I don't why know. I think I want just different different versions of turkey to cook because I think if you if you heated it higher on the outside and then made it tender on the inside and crispy on the outside, I think that would be good because people yeah. deep fry yeah. turkeys and I. I think that's a great idea because it is a bland. Well, we were worried it was going to be dry, but it was great. Yeah. Well, so I, I don't know. This is a terrible story for what this segment is. But <laughs> well, no, I, I said the same. I actually said turkey was the thing that shouldn't be scary, but it is because yeah. you're kind of like forced into it every Thanksgiving and you got to take merit. Like how many times do you eat a full turkey throughout the year? Do you save it for Thanksgiving? Uh, people that celebrate Christmas tend to sometimes have turkey on Christmas. That's also that. So like, do you not have that on Thanksgiving if you have it on Christmas or do you? No, we would have, have like turkey both? and ham. I would like to poll people that celebrate all holidays and like just either. be like, so if you're in the United States and you celebrate Thanksgiving, what is the meal that you cook if you have? But there's a lot of people that don't have turkey on Thanksgiving and I appreciate that because that's opening it up to a realm of great possibilities. I don't know why we're doing it so, anyway. It's just not that great. Yeah, and it's a scary food because you're kind of like, and then you eat too much of it and even though tryptophan wouldn't do anything to you, you're still eating too much food Is that real? General. Is that something that... It is actually in Has turkey. there been further research? Yeah, that the, it the research <laughs> is that it does make you tired but you'd have to consume an enormous amount of turkey okay, good. in order for it to actually affect I mean, you. soy is good one week and then the next week it's not. So like, what's the research on I mean, maybe there's some sensitivities that I don't know about with people where they do, but like for the most part, I think it's because you're consuming a shit ton of calories all wait, at once. Wait, wait, wait. I changed my answer. mid-afternoon. I changed my answer. Something is going on with this year's packaging of turkeys. You remember how your mom couldn't find the, the parts? 
Yeah, that was also my kind of, mom the had giblets. the same thing. The giblets. She are called scary. me yesterday and said, "I don't know why, but I couldn't find it." Did so she also I cooked, do the butterball? Yeah. Interesting. Yes. So butterball decided was? this cool. year. Yeah. Butterball decided this year to hide the giblets, and I is this a game? So that my doing? mom, she even put butter up inside of it, like your mom under the skin, and never found them. And she never found it. And then my brother was like, "What the hell is this thing?" After it cooked, yeah. Oh no! Did it cook properly? I mean, everything was fine, and she said nobody died. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from no, plastic. I have no idea. My mom never would have known that if it was there if she stuck her hand in differently. She wouldn't have found them like your yeah, mom. Yeah, exactly. Because we thought that they just weren't Yeah, that's in there. all scary to me. That's terrifying. I don't want to ever do that. If nobody cooks the turkey for me, I'm not cooking it. So for I'm anyone not that, touching that, a neck. I'm not touching those. For anybody that doesn't eat turkey or doesn't have turkey on Thanksgiving you or just doesn't know. do it much, they... There's a neck. Specifically with <laughs> Butterball, and I don't, I don't I know the different companies, but like they, they, you know, all the turkeys comes with their inside goodie bits and... Just stuffed the, the inside. Giblets, and they put them usually in the large cavity. It would make sense because it's in a large cavity. I don't know if maybe they found it doesn't un, like thaw correctly or if it's... I don't know why they would move it, but this year, apparently, they decided to stick them in a different part of the turkey underneath the skin and not give any indication that they are there. Yeah, thanks, Butterball. So for those that don't find it, it either won't cook properly or it will, and you'll just have a surprise in the middle of your breast. <laughs> So, yeah, it was like way up there. My mom just happened to put the butter in the right spot and be like, what the hell is that? And then, boom, there they were. I have no idea what that's about. See, I am a little scared now. I don't want to talk about this anymore. It is scary. It is scary. I mean, for people that hunt animals, it's probably not scary. I just want Halloween back. I just don't mind it because it's just just a lot of work for a bird that does not have a naturally, like, unbelievably good flavor. Yeah. And you have to do a lot to it. You have to cover it in butter. You've got to put salt, pepper, and so much stuff. And it also can be scary because... It's the one bird that, like, for some reason, no one has trouble cooking chicken. Like, there's not a hotline for cooking a chicken, but there is for cooking a turkey. Like, people cannot come to the consensus the of how to make this bird without dying. Like, and there's also, even so many jokes in movies about people not being able to make turkey. It is just a large bird that needs to be cooked at the proper temperature for the proper amount of time, but people can't. It's, it's a hard math problem to figure out between weight and and time and temperature so it's just a really scary it shouldn't be scary but it is scary because you have to worry about all this and not kill your entire family that's the way it is i don't think that's a problem it it's I definitely just had a happened thought. it's definitely happened no i don't think so it has definitely happened oh that was my thought so eerie news not really <laughs> but i just read something yesterday i think it was that there's a weird turkey problem in massachusetts where we live where the giblets get caught up no (laughs) no with live turkeys there's just turkeys walking around everywhere turkeys and coyotes just everywhere did you actually read that yeah they they estimate that i think within the entire state of massachusetts there's like thirty thousand wild turkeys just floating around which is about the same or more than the amount of people in Saugus, which is a pretty decent sized city outside of Boston. So what you're saying is instead of buying Butterball, people should have been out hunting their own turkeys. <laughs> yeah, I see them everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I do too. They're, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's really nuts. I, I li- we lived in a more rural area in central New York and... I didn't I never see saw that many any turkeys. turkeys in New York. Just a every, couple every here. Every now there. and then I would see one just walking around somewhere. But like, yeah. there's like just whole packs of them like in, in places and they don't leave and they're not scared of humans. 
and they just hang out. No, they're actively unafraid of humans yeah. and will chase you. It is it is very strange, <laughs> but I love that they don't have a reason for it. They just have the information. Yeah, there's no reason. They just there's a lot. Anyway, what's yours? It shouldn't um, be scary, but I, what I do you said, have? I said turkey. I oh, just shit. I went through the whole thing. Where were My you? God. I just talked about We've the temperature. We've been talking about turkey for so long. I, I went, can't handle I it. I went through the temperature, <laughs> the cooking of it. We just finished that conversation. We could just keep going back and forth. What do you got? <laughs> I don't know. Talking about turkey. I think we just got into a more serious conversation than we meant to, so it's thrown us all off. Oh, my gosh. It's thrown us all We're off. done. All right, We're let's let's uh, let's do one quick. Uh, you don't know Jack Lantern's shit about Halloween because oh we God. have not done this don't. in a while. We haven't done this in a while, and we need to learn some more stuff. Pick one. We'll see if it's uh, hopefully not a card we got before. All right. So for anyone just listening to this, this is the first episode. We have a deck of cards that are from Spirit Halloween that all have trivia uh, based on Halloween to find out about facts. <clears throat> I I can't corroborate whether these facts are correct because this is not like a textbook but it is uh fun google to do. it if you think it's wrong uh, fun to do anyway and we've learned some pretty cool stuff so far what do we so let's see what we got here which first lady was the first to decorate the white house to celebrate halloween this is the worst question for you imaginable i don't know this either um, which first lady was the first to decorate the white house to celebrate halloween she's the first first lady but she's got to be your favorite first lady well, I'm going to go with Nancy Reagan because she has a lot of similarly aligned beliefs, so I'm going to go with her. I'm not sure what you mean by that, but uh, no, that is incorrect. <laughs> I'm going to give you four choices. <laughs> Pick one of these four. Michelle Obama. Uh, nope, that is not. Let okay. me give you the four choices, and then we'll go from there. Uh, Francis Cleveland. What Eleanor Roosevelt. that? Oh, my God. I'm not going to give you a history lesson. I have no idea either. Um, Francis Cleveland. Uh, Eleanor Roosevelt. Uh, Mammy Eisenhower or Mummy, Mummy Eisenhower. What? Mammy Eisenhower. Seriously. Eisenhower, the first lady. Um, Dwight D. Uh, Pat Nixon. Nixon. No. <laughs> you suck at this. I mean, we don't know this. All right, I'm going to go with Roosevelt. Uh, no, Eisenhower. I okay, thought maybe so I've Roosevelt. named 12 I maybe first Roosevelt. ladies and yeah. none of them are correct. That's correct. <laughs> That's the one thing you got correct. No, Mammy Eisenhower. Dwight um, D. Eisenhower's uh, first I didn't want to say lady. that one because I don't understand what her first name is. I would like to know what she decorated with and how she did foot it. Skeleton. like, how many people... I haven't even paid attention to that. I never thought of it. I mean, it is a house. What are you decorating it with? Yeah. I want the first... I, I will get it eventually, I'm sure. First lady that decorates... First of all, I don't know why it's the first lady's job. Why can't the president and the first lady do it? That would be a really fun joint effort. But like... What are you decorating it with? And I, like, I would love them to decorate it as like a, a horror mansion, <laughs> like the ghost of Lincoln's out front and like oh all the different presidents. Gosh. Like I would turn the Lincoln bedroom into a haunt for anyone staying where Lincoln just like pops out, you know, randomly. I'd put a Lincoln face on that demon animatronic that jumps 50 feet in the air. And then it's just like in your bed. And then just like Lincoln's making noises like Gettysburg address. And then psh. no. Okay. What's mine? <laughs> Did Let's we do this better. one already? In what state is it illegal to dress up like a nun or priest on Halloween? I think that sounds familiar. Maybe we asked it like when we were looking at the the cards to see if we wanted to do this. Hmm. I don't remember the answer. Well, Alabama, Mississippi, oh, that. South Alabama, Dakota, Utah. Right. It's Alabama. Yeah, we so did let's do that. Change, yeah. Real quick, real quick. We're like way over. I don't remember why I remember that. All right. 
Trick-or-treating is partially rooted in which medieval practice? Ooh. Any any guesses right out before I read out the answers? Trick-or-treating is... I think I knew this, actually, but I can't... I can never remember information. Um, is rooted in which medieval practice? Medieval, specifically. Medieval, specifically. Okay. Uh, practice. Trick-or-treating is... I'm going to give you the... Yeah, give me the, the four. four. I think if I had that. There's mumming... Souling, cooing, or profiting. Did not think they'd be words I don't know. Yep. Wow. So cooing, I only know, is what a baby does. Um, so that can't be it. Although maybe that is it. Does it say what the word is that it is? It just tells you the word. What were the other ones? Mumming, souling, and profiting. Uh, mumming sounds like mummy, which is fun. Is it profiting? No. Oh, profiting like pro- like prophetic or like profiting. No, like getting it's money. like making a profit. That's the way it's so spelled. It's, it's not profiting. No. Huh. Because that would be like going back and forth. I have no idea. It's mumming, which I've never heard of. Neither have I. I've heard of souling, which is, I think maybe souling is later on, um, within time, and it's not medieval. What is souling? I don't know. You just said you know. I've heard of it. <laughs> Great. I'm very bad at, you know, giving definitions. I don't know Jack Lantern shit about exactly. a lot, apparently. Well, I think it had to do with spirits or something. Okay. Uh, so what is mumming? I have no idea. They don't give you information? No. They it just, just say says mumming? the answer. They just say mumming. So we, I'm not we sure. can't end the podcast not knowing what a word is that was the answer. Okay. Look that up real quick. Mumming. Medieval times. Medieval times. Mummy. I should have gone to a Renaissance fair and asked them about this. M U M M. I'll probably find it before. Okay, you quick, will. quick Google shirt search from Britannica.com. Mummers were originally bands of masked persons who, during winter festivals in Europe, paraded the streets and entered houses to dance or play dice in silence. Oh shit, that's cool! Wow. Why aren't we doing that? That is weird. Really weird. I like it. I like it. Well, there's also that um, Irish festival. I think it's Irish that we'll talk about maybe more towards Christmas. So it might be a conglomeration of like a bunch of different practices from different times that have turned into it. Why don't we do that anymore? That wouldn't cost anybody any candy like to just invite masked people in to, to parade the streets and entered houses. So they would play dice in silence? I guess so. so. There'd be no excitement. I want to play Go Fish, but in silence. <laughs> You'd have to just use sign language or <laughs> just kind of put a card up in the air. Huh. Wow, that's really interesting. We've covered a lot in this episode. Uh, too much. Um, yeah. I'm going to have to edit some of it. I was going to say but sorry, but I'm not sorry. No, I don't think so. We haven't podcasted. Be thankful for us. It hasn't been an episode in a while, so we might as well do one that goes yeah. a little long. So I appreciate uh, everyone that's Yeah, we're thankful for you, whoever's Thank listening. You. Yes, exactly. Thank you for listening, for every one of you that is listening, and anyone that just joins us um, sometime in the future. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate it. Follow us on Instagram, The Last Halloween Podcast. Yes, and if you'd like to write any information, we do have thelasthalloweenpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can write a review um, that we're really great or that we're not. I would appreciate it if you only wrote good reviews. Yes. But we understand that if you hate it. I mean, it is a free medium as of right now. Um, so like if you don't like it, you don't have to listen. So I don't know why you have to like warn other people. They could listen. <laughs> They're not losing anything <laughs> from listening. 
So there's no reason. It would help the algorithm. Just their time. Exactly. Just their time, which, you know, if you're driving in a car, doing laundry, you're doing that anyway. So you're not. Yeah. I mean, we're just listening to Christina Cadaver's hot takes on life. Yeah. Very very (laughs) hot, including the turkey that you burned up in the microwave. Yeah. There's a smell fire. Jeez. Anyway, thank you so much for for listening. And we will uh, we will be back. Um, We're trying to do it on a regular basis. We just might change the posting date, but we'll let you know. Yeah. Um, we're trying to backfill some episodes so that we can get control over this. And full if disclosure you, if and honesty. Yeah, if there's any topics you want to hear about. Yeah, write us. If there's anything yeah. interesting, um, if you think we're going to like blab about it, then fi- like just go on too long about it, then that's fine. But if you think it would be an interesting conversation for us to have, then absolutely let us know. Um, we do have ideas, though. I, I'm not trying to scare anybody. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening again. Thank and, you. Uh, tune in uh, next time. Uh, and thank you. And remember, as we do every time, to treat every Halloween like, like it's, it's your last. last. <laughs> <laughs> <Bye-bye>. <laughs>